Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Uh, this is going to be a bit irritating. I'm going to break a rule. I know what irritates you, such as the barometer of my email inbox. But as Cicero said, exceptio probat regulam incasibus non exceptius. For every rule, there is an exception. My rule is I don't link to items in newspapers and magazines that are printed behind a paywall, partly because I don't want to get sued and principally because I get emails from the outrage saying something along the lines of what's the point in linking us to something we can't read? Fair enough. That's why I have the rule. That's why this morning I pray and aid Cicero. It was early morning, well, early for me. The local Sainsbury had just opened its doors there was a fresh smell of croissant floor polish. I arrived just as the newspapers were being delivered. I haven't read an actual newspaper for ages. The headline in the Financial Times, paywalled, caught my eye. Hence, I have now reversed myself into the Cicero cul-de-sac. Reading an actual paper, what a treat. Jeremy Hunt is being touted as the next Prime Minister, and there's a column from Stephen Bush telling us he smokes pot and drinks wine. Yawn. The actual piece I want to connect you with, which I can't link you with, is a letter. It takes a certain type of person to write to a newspaper. Disgusted of Dungeness, outraged of Orpington. They're self-defining, like a vicar preaching to the choir, totally futile. Having said that, I'm wondering who Dr. Ian Greatorex of Stafford is. He's written to the FT. If he is who I think he is, he's got form. He had a run-in with former Labour politician Hazel Blairs and also got a mention in Parliament, wrote a letter offering his resignation as a matter of principle over something or other. He got himself revved up again. In terms, Dr Greatman is having a dig about money going to the NHS it's a, quote, a sacred cow, and he makes a conclusion about the, quote, distribution of scarce public resources between the pressing needs of the day and a more prosperous and healthy future for us all. To be frank, it didn't make a lot of sense, but it awoke a dormant thought. It might be better if we focused a bit more attention on stopping people getting sick in the first place. According to the World Health Organization, 60%, yes, 60% of related factors to individual health and quality of life are correlated to lifestyle. Metabolic disease, joint and skeletal problems, cardiovascular diseases, hypertension, overweight, violence, the whole shebang can be caused by an unhealthy lifestyle. Poor diet, smoking, alcohol consumption, drug abuse, Stephen Bush, please note, stress and so on are the upshot of unhealthy lifestyles. As undesirable as many of these nasty habits may be, I can't see there's much the NHS can do about any of them. If a GP asks, how much do you drink? Most of us will say, we have a small sherry before dinner. What can the NHS do about any of this? Public health messages, karaoke and, ca karaoke and catchphrases ain't going to work. It's the law that changes behaviour. Seatbelts in cars, crash helmets on motorbikes, smoking in the workplace, health and safety legislation all make a difference. The scourge of obesity. 
What laws? Weigh scales at bus stops? You're too heavy, you have to walk between two stops? What about a law to make a chip shop doorway no wider than 18 inches, so only skinny people can buy chips? Dr. Great Man might be right. There might be better things for us to spend our money on, and it was Anar and Bevan who told Parliament that investing in the NHS would create a healthier nation and NHS costs would come down. <laughs> Within two years, the NHS had run out of money and Her Majesty's Government introduced charges for prescriptions. Public health's job? To prevent disease, promote health and prolong life. The NHS's job? Deal with disease, return us to health, and some would say... Avoid prolonging life cruelly. Dr. Greatman misses the point. The greatest threat to the success of both the NHS and public health is the public. <laughs> this has been Roy Lilly. Thanks for listening, and I hope we'll speak again soon.